Dating later in life has changed. We are rethinking and updating what it means to date today. Welcome to the Later Dater Today podcast. You're not late, you're right on time. And now your host and Later Dater guide, Lakshmi. Hey, Later Daters. So we are here at episode 21. So I am actually working on another episode right now. Um, which is based on a listener question that I received from someone who feels like there is a certain stigma against them out there in the dating world, a label that they wear. And I'm hoping to finish that episode soon. But as I was working on it, it got me wondering more broadly about just stigmas in general. Like, what are they? And what is the role that they play in dating And then specifically the stigmas that later daters might feel themselves or even unknowingly assigned to others. So what I want to do in this episode is first just talk more broadly about stigmas using a personal anecdote of mine. And then I want to go into later dater stigmas. And my goal with this episode is just to have you do a little bit of reflection to see if you are holding on to, or even assigning a stigma to yourself that maybe you didn't quite realize. Because I think in dating in particular, stigmas can be these things that may actually get in the way of our connection and relationship goals. So just hold on to that as I go through this. Okay, so first that personal anecdote. So I used to work for that now infamous company called WeWork. And if you're not familiar with it, basically this company rose and crashed in spectacular fashion and was the subject of several documentaries and even a series on Apple+. And in the months after the fallout, many people who worked there worried there might be a stigma associated with having WeWork on their resume. Like they would be associated with excess or failure, or that they couldn't think for themselves or were prone to joining cults. And it's funny because when people ask me about my time at WeWork, I can feel the initial weight of that stigma. It's like people approach me like they're about to knock on a dark or shameful chapter of my life and that they should tread carefully. But I usually just swing the door wide open and say, hey, yeah, I worked there. And that place actually gave me my dream job. And yes, at times it was bonkers, but I honestly did some of the best work of my life around some of the greatest people I've known. And yeah, of course it was weird at times, but on balance, it was incredible. And I think when people hear me say this, as I hope you are hearing right now, I am definitely not lying. And just like that, Any stigma around that part of my professional career is gone. Stigmas are cultural in nature. They're hard to pin down exactly. They are the unidentified elephants in the room. We don't always know how or where they start, and there's almost mystery around them. Stigmas can pop up and suddenly disappear. And there aren't always clear laws or rules on stigma. Like there can be a stigma against smoking indoors, and then if enough people do it, well, then suddenly the stigma is gone. But in general, stigmas don't feel good. They are like these invisible force fields around people 
giving us reasons to keep a distance from them. So where and why does this matter to you, the later dater? And I want to be clear here. I'm not saying that you are holding on to stigmas, but I do want you to check in and just ask yourself about it. Because what I've seen with many daters, but especially with later daters, is that they enter the world of dating. And then they realize that a lot of modern dating has become this sorting and slotting exercise, often made worse by the momentum and speed and functionality of the dating apps. And in dating, we are encouraged to make swift and efficient decisions about the people we meet in a way that we just don't in other relationships. So just think about other stigmas that might exist in today's dating world, especially for later daters. People who are unmarried by X age must not be able to commit. People who have been married multiple times must not take commitment seriously. People who have only been with one person are sheltered and inexperienced. Divorces are almost always acrimonious and bitter. People who are widowed will always hold their deceased spouse in high regard. And the implication there being that you'll always have to compete with that person. People who live in the suburbs must be boring and uncultured. Or people who live in the city think they're superior. And we could go on and on and on. Stigmas are just really assumptions. And our brains reach for assumptions when we don't know the whole story. I mean, it's all actually quite human. So in one regard, it's almost natural to rely on stigmas and assumptions, especially in the world of modern dating, because a lot of the time we are using tools and interfaces like dating apps that use our assumptions, snap judgments, and cultural stigmas to shape the roadmaps for our love lives. I think one of the funniest things about stigmas is how easily they can come into being. And then, just like I said before, they can just vanish. I remember there used to be a slight stigma against people who met their significant other at a bar. At one point in time, it just wasn't considered a classy way to meet someone. Cut to today, and it borders on completely romantic to say that you met someone in a bar. There can be a stigma against having been married multiple times. But depending on who you talk to, people who've been married multiple times, well, they'll say, yeah, they fell in love with multiple people and wanted to commit to multiple people. There used to be stigmas around being in couples counseling or being a single parent. My point is that when a person's real story and context enters the equation, the stigma can disappear as quickly as it appeared. And the stigmas I really want you to be on the lookout for are the ones you might assign to yourself because you don't know what other people are thinking. And so you start to assume that you know what other people are thinking. Because when we start dating, we can start this process of self-assessment and start plastering labels on ourselves in order to tell people who we are divorced, never married, parent, no parent, so on and so forth. And if you're a later dater, yeah, you might feel the pressure that you have to label or categorize yourself for the people that you're about to meet. But the thing is, you get to decide what those labels mean 
and exactly whether you want to wear it and how you want to wear it. I mean, what kind of divorce did you have? What is your take on being a widow? How do you feel about the fact that you've never been married? What was your journey to becoming a single parent? What was the road that you travel that led to multiple marriages? Because a great part about being a later dater is that no matter where you've traveled or how short or long the distances were, most later daters, they get it. They are very quick to release a stigma because they know that life can just happen sometimes, that life is a mix of the planned and the unexpected. So as I said at the top, just take a minute to think about it. If you are holding any stigmas towards the people that you are meeting out there, or if you are assigning any stigma to yourself, and if you are, think about why you might be holding on to that, and then start thinking of stigmas less as a wall between you and someone else and more as a jumping off point to tell them who you are and how you arrived at this point today. We are working on a bunch of new exciting content for the Later Dater today, but in particular, we're working on a series about Later Dater parents. So specifically adult children whose parents are Later Daters and how they might support them or be a part of their dating journey in a way that is productive rather than awkward or intrusive. So if you are someone whose parent is a later dater, we would love to talk to you and help us shape content that we think can support this particular dynamic. So feel free to reach out to me Lakshmi at thelaterdatertoday.com. And I would love to hear more from you. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.